Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the hell are you doing? What's going down? I'm good. Just currently in uh, preparations for the podcast show, uh, as as spoken uh, before uh, with you and done with you about a year ago. Uh, and yeah, we're just sort of kicking into mm. gear with the whole kind of plans for the summer. The football uh, league uh, season is sort of winding down. Champions League on the horizon, but uh, it's all all of a bar. Um, some very big shouting. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to summer. To be quite frank, I want to I want to get out there. I want to experience things. I'm trying to lose a bit of weight through intermittent fasting, so um, my breath stinks all the time, and I feel like I want to die. So other than that, you know, I'm ready for well, summer. Well, if you want to lose weight, I know a good miso soup brand. Yes, from um, last week and from, which you can from, drink. from Wednesday's show, the Dr. Miso, <laughs> delicious. Dr. Miso, fined $40,000 for lying about his weight loss qualities. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Yeah. I love the way you just think you can get away with that, right? Imagine if I sold like a Braun Japan the book. cheese Make or sweets. And I was like, ah, yeah, the book. Yeah, the book will uh, help you lose weight because yeah. you'll be so engrossed in the book. You'll forget to you eat. You will not want to eat. Yeah, and exactly. if you paid in coins, I could do you it. would be weightless. You would be losing <laughs> some weight, wouldn't you? So. <laughs> what would happen if I did that, if I wrote on the front, if you read this book, you will lose weight. I think you can do would, a would lot of damage without getting in trouble just by saying, hey, it's a book, it's satire, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah. But I got a nice message from Pete. I got a nice message from me the other day saying you'd watched the first episode of Journey Across Japan. What Did it meet your lofty standards? Were you happy with it? Uh, again? <laughs> what was that I long was looking pause? into your eyes and I was looking at like the time code and I was like I've, am I still recording and then I got confused about what you actually asked me oh yeah yeah. what did you yeah. ask me Chris did you like my video oh sorry awkward yeah. silence fills the room I very much <laughs> uh, enjoyed your video I texted you when I watched it I said it was really good yeah 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 it was great start. I was moved I, I just very much um, I liked you falling off the falling off the sleigh um, I liked very much <laughs> The man uh, who clearly loves those dogs, explaining that it's all your fault. You, you fucking dickhead! <laughs> he shouted <laughs> for falling off the dog sled. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, just just many painful. great. Um, I mean, what I like about this is that we are heading to summer, and 
you've got the coolest videos, the coolest set of videos you've ever done. It's just not the vibe. I, I, I mean, people are going to be, yeah. people are ready for summer in the Northern Hemisphere and uh, they're having to deal with stories from the coldest part of the world. <laughs> I do worry that could be an issue. <laughs> um, the first video didn't do so well. Oh, we got a f- I think, um, you what? No, Sorry, it did, did kind of yeah. like, it didn't do so well because I think who wants to see snow and ice in fucking May? So that was my bad. I screwed up there. That's all right. Just, uh, Whereas... just put uh, like a yellow filter on. The... I'm trying to think what would make snow look like brown. <laughs> make all the snow look brown. <laughs> uh, it's, actually, it's actually slurry. a summer. It's actually a summer video. Um, just put sunglasses on everyone. <laughs> I mean, the, the second episode's called "I Went on a Snow Train." The third episode's train. called "I Went to Japan's Coldest Town." And I the went fourth to a episode's town. called "I Went on an Icebreaker Ship." I went on a break. So how can I make any of that seem like I summer? Went, I, I broke some ice. That could be a dating thing. Look, I'm helping you here, Chris. Look, and you ice. are talking to um, the world's uh, premier YouTuberist uh, because uh, the WrestleMe uh, YouTube channel got its first copyright strike. Like one of the big ones. One of the big ones. Oh, if you get no. three, you get hoyed out the whole fucking system. What the hell did you do? Did you just show a clip from WrestleMania or something? No, I mean, we, we used. Um, we, it was a video all about the son of the bloke who owns the WWE, so I imagine. That content will, if if we were ever going to get a copyright strike, maybe um, talking about Shane McMahon, uh, the wrestler and businessman son of Vince McMahon, the owner of uh, WWE, or certainly the recent uh, owner of WWE. Um, for some reason, mm. this video we've been doing it for like we've done fifty videos, and this is the first one where they've just shut it down completely, like and oh given God. us a copyright, like a proper copyright strike. But like we've been doing this for ever. And we've never got one of these one of threes. Uh, and we got. I remember Joey mm. got two, didn't he? And he was absolutely Joey. shitting a brick about uh, the, the anime situation. man. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he, he showed anime, and yeah. that's a big no no to show things like that. It's, it's a scary thing. YouTube. YouTube. You never like, know with Japan. Like the the Japanese IP are just so aggressive. Can't do any um, YouTube band pro wrestling yeah. videos at all because they just come down here like a ton of bricks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know a few no YouTubers here doing anime related content, and they basically. Um, they've actually blocked their videos within Japan, so Japanese right. organisations and authorities can't sort of see them, discover mm. them, clamp down on them, which is a very smart move, if you ask mm. me. Um, but yeah, no, it's a tough thing. And YouTube's a scary thing. You never know what's going wrong. Like, I wonder if my video got penalised for swearing too much or something. Yeah. And, you know, it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. But I'm sure I'll be fine. Just tread lightly <laughs> tread lightly <laughs> just be but, careful no, I mean we just did the exact same thing we just, um, we just wrote an email and said no we reserve the right no. to use your content <laughs> we reserve <laughs> the right to use your content god damn it <laughs> and that will definitely work see how that one pans out shall we yeah I'm, mm. I'm, I have a feeling how it will pan out <laughs> but best of luck anyway yeah. oh, we've got a story this week from uh, Jamie from Ooh, Sydney hi Jamie oh, it's another one from Sydney we had one last week from Sydney everyone's from Sydney hello Chris and Pete I'm Jamie a marine scientist from Sydney and on our first three week trip to Japan I booked my partner and I into a Michelin starred Omakase restaurant in Fukuoka the experience was like everything I dreamed of Ooh. we were two of six customers in a beautiful wooden restaurant and the food was incredible. After a few courses, I noticed the chef pull out and start slicing a hunk of red marbled meat. I commented to my partner that it looked like Wagyu beef, and we eagerly watched as he grilled a few slices in front of us. As he served it onto our plate, he said something in Japanese that I didn't quite catch. It didn't taste like beef at all. Uh Uh-oh. So I asked again, 
what it was, Uh-oh. and he scrunched up his face, trying to remember the word in English before saying, it's a whale. Uh, my heart literally dropped as I looked at my plate containing some chopped up bits of the most majestic creature on earth that I'd spent many hours learning about at university. Oh God, he's a marine scientist as well. And I could see my partner, an environmental scientist, uh, having the exact same reaction. We silently finished the plate. Oh my God, that's not good. As the chef could see that we were a bit uncomfortable, he sent his assistant chef over to us with Google Translate on his phone and used it to ask... Why did you not like the whale? Using my very basic Japanese, I said, Oishi demo, it's delicious, but... And then typed, marine scientist, into Google Translate and handed the phone back. The assistant chef's eyes legitimately popped and his calm, professional demeanour completely broke. He called out something to the head chef who bowed and apologised and the entire restaurant started laughing, shouting, at the situation while I kept saying... It's okay, it's okay, loudly in Japanese, to show that we weren't offended or anything. The rest of the meal was amazing. We had a great time overall, but definitely a bit of a shock for us, uh, especially as I'd never heard of whale being served at sushi restaurants. I think the staff felt bad, as they didn't charge us for the sake we had at the meal as well. Have either of you ever been served whale before? Cheers, Jamie from Sydney. I mean, whale, it's... uh, it's rare, actually. I haven't had it that much. I think I've had it probably like two or three times in ten years, all completely without knowing what it was, and never particularly enjoying it either. I don't, you know, I don't want to eat whale. I don't like eating whale, I, and also shark fin soup mm. um, in high-end restaurants. It's not uncommon to be served that, and that's a you know terrible thing as well. How they acquire the shark fins. So yeah, it's not uncommon, unfortunately, and and you do get it at the high-end restaurants because that is where they serve such delicacies. Um, I, but yeah, I, I really don't enjoy eating, both from a moral perspective, which is hypocritical because I eat lots of things, but also just from a ed- like edibility perspective, edibility. it doesn't taste good. <laughs> and um, I just, I don't know, it's not good. Um, but yeah, obviously we don't eat whale um, back in the UK or in most of the West, and um, the practice is very much frowned upon. Mm. Rightly so. Have you had whale yourself, Pete? Um, did I have whale? I think I had. Um, no, I've had a bit of fetid shark. I think uh, back there in Iceland. Yeah, which is just a bit of a you know, a bit, of, bit of um razzle dazzle, isn't it? It's, it's, nobody actually wants to eat any of that shit. <laughs> razzle dazzle. Uh, but um, but yeah, I I are they all endangered? Are whales endangered? Are they, like if they're endangered, they shouldn't look be, at him uh, weighing uh, up if it's all right or not. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, well, yeah, because I I genuinely do think that. I should be eating dog. I should be eating whatever, really, because if I can eat, <laughs> if I can eat a cute little piglet, they're just as cute as everything, and they're very dog-like. Like, why, why am I happily eating pork? And it's I'm true. And I'm not um, willing to eat um, man's best friend, the humble dog. Not letting and, you near um, my dogs <laughs> when I have a dog, or my cats for my that dog, matter. My dogs, I, that's I, delicious. My dogs know I'll eat them. If, give them, give them a second <laughs> glance. I'm fucking eat you. I'm fucking eat you. Oh my god. But yeah, I, I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't understand the. I, I because the the thing about um, having an opinion about stuff like this is I'm t- too busy to form an educated one, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> Except to say, <laughs> I mean, get it in my tum. Of course. I mean, the trouble is though, yeah. Like when you book these sort of high end restaurants, they don't share the menu with you first, right? It's all macassay. Right. It's the chef's decision. Uh, you don't go in and choose and pick and choose. They have the course chef wants you to have a pot out, noodle and <laughs> chef's, the sh- yeah, chef's the tried chef. to cover his costs by making everyone eat pot noodles <laughs> and calorie mates 
<laughs> I've had things like that before. You'll be you'll be surprised. Um, but yeah, no. If you want to avoid whale, be wary at these high end restaurants because that's where it will be served. Um, but yeah, it's oh it's, you'll it's be still a big whaley, deal. Sorry, hey, you want that? You want that? Yeah, brilliant, right. brilliant. That up, well, let's. Dive into our story of the week. And we've got a story this week about a YouTuber getting done for video games. And it actually ties into what you said earlier about how you kind of got buggered on YouTube yourself. Steady. Although, I Steady. guess you didn't break the law <laughs> just yet. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. Fill us in. How did this YouTuber get arrested? What did they do so wrong? You're not going to believe this, Chris. <laughs> I always start <laughs> every, uh, every you story. Do, you You're do, not yeah. going to believe this. Um, basically... Some absolute wrongin, some absolute wrongin has uploaded <laughs> themselves playing a video game. Oh no! Oh, no! Oh, oh, oh my, my god! Oh my god! A fifty-two Stop everything. resident of Nagoya has become the first person arrested in Japan for illegally uploading video uh, game gameplay videos to YouTube. Uh, a trio of uh, gameplay videos of Steins Gate, My Darling's Embrace, an entry into the franchise, which was released in 2013 and recently popped to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, the videos, which were uh, monetized and collecting ad revenue, uh, contained the game's ending. In addition to the gameplay uh, videos, he also, uh, Yoshida, uh, was also found to have uploaded videos of the Steins Gate anime adaptation and a spy family <sighs> anime. These were not complete videos, uh, but instead have been reported as fast content or netabare videos. Um, fast content is a term used to describe condensed versions of a series, episode, or movie. Uh, it translates most closely to spoiler. Um, and uh, at the current time, non-monetized video gameplay videos from Japanese uploaders aren't hard to find on YouTube. Although um, in the Steins Gate guys, uh, Kadagawa, the people who made that, Karakawa, rather. Um, it's a visual novel, and the gameplay consists primarily of reading. And you don't really sort of do much in the um, video game in massive air quotes. And so, like, they're just upset about it. And so it's it, it's kind of weird. Because it's kind of not quite a video game, not quite a film, the people who make mm. this sort mm. of video game, not quite a video game, not quite, quite a film, have gotten incredibly upset about people uploading the thing because if you upload it because there's so little for you to do as a, as, a, as a games player you're not actually missing out so you may as well just watch it on YouTube <laughs> rather than actually pay money for it um, Yoshida has admitted to the charges saying I knew it was illegal even as I was doing it and the, uh, the Japan's content overseas distribution promotion organisation um, asserted that in principle any use of gameplay videos requires permission from the rights holder um, which is absolutely batshit if you go on Twitch, if you go on YouTube, it's all anyone does. It's all you yeah. know, Connor does, it's all uh, Well, not in Japan they don't. Well, yeah, exactly. So, But do people do, people still do playthroughs, don't they, in Japan? They do, but not of Japanese games I think, right. uh, for the most part. Right. That, yeah, that's why the West slope. is like astonished at how uh, aggressive yeah. Nintendo hunt people um, when they upload um, pre-release uh, builds and all kinds of lovely, uh, you know, uh, alpha games, um, discontinued games and stuff, they, 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 they the, all of the stuff, the, the the way that they sort of hunt people down on on YouTube and stuff for, to um, mm. assert their rights, uh, it's really surprising because people in the West just assume that you know it's out there now. I mean, may as well just stick on 
stick it on YouTube. It, it's an interesting little sort of grey area in the law, but you'd think at this point in 2023, you, it would be codified and it would be kind of understood that um, that fair use is pretty much the same around the world, but it, mm. but it certainly isn't in mm. Japan by the sounds of things. Yeah, I don't know why it's so much bloody stricter here, to be honest. I don't know why this is a thing, but yeah. We create, you consume. It's a scary thing. Never the two shall meet. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? It almost seems like hypocrite. It just seems like it, it's harming their business because someone streaming their game might encourage people to play it. Yeah. That's always the way I've, I've viewed it anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's, it's... Who knows? I don't know. Well, I do, what I will say, and I think we covered this in a story a year ago, there was these YouTube channels that would basically take a movie and summarize it in 10 minutes and right. just read out the whole plot. Mm. And... They got buggered for that. Now, I don't think that should be illegal, but my God, it was annoying. Yeah. I hate these videos so much. I hate them summarizing up these films and doing it. It really pissed me off. But, I mean, this is a joke compared to what I've seen. To, to be, like, arrested for this is bonkers. And I watched a video yesterday of a British YouTuber slash TikToker uh, just going into people's houses, just knocking on the front door and then just walking in. They didn't even knock, did uh, they? Or going up to people... I don't, uh, no, he didn't knock, actually, not in those ones. No. Um, he just went straight in. Or he'd go up to people in the street and be like, do you want to die? Do you want to die? And people are like, oh, my God, I don't want to die. And it's just like, oh, my Lord, the pranking has reached I terrifying heights. I think, you know, I, and that was London. I, I just hate pranks. I hate people who do it for clout. Well, these are like dangerous pranks, like going into people's houses. That's not a prank anymore. That's just straight I up mean, fucking I mean, there's one, I mean to be fair, the one the video I saw, like the guy kind of dealt with it quite quite nicely, really. He just went, I mean, this kid's there, just get out, you know, just, just stop titting about. Um, but people did sort of go, God, God, how many fucking horrible news stories do you hear about maniacs in houses shooting people at the door? Um, even if they're not in the fucking well, house, yeah. you know, it's just insane stuff. The people who've been you know, destroyed by, uh, by by certain media media owners over the years, and, and and turned into dribbling people who are scared of everything outside, and they're always at the front door mm. with their fucking revolvers or shotguns or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> good god, good god. Certainly, yeah. I mean, it's probably a good thing we don't have guns in the UK for that reason. No. It would have ended very differently, indeed. I saw one video where he walked up to an old woman sitting on the bench with her dog, and then he just grabbed the dog and ran off with it, which is. Pretty Same bad guy. as well. Oh, he's got a prisoner. Same he? guy. I would. I would punch <laughs> him to bits. I, th- I think he's about fifteen, sixteen years right. old, so he can get away with such things. Right. Um, but the scariest video of all wasn't these actions. It was the fan meetup video where he met up in a park with about fifty to a hundred people mm. who had like deified him yeah. and thought he was brilliant yeah. for all doing all this shit. And he, th- you know, just the thought of oh my god, even if he you know, gets punished for this mm. or his social media is removed or whatever, he's going to sort of have this domino effect where he'll lead to other people mm. doing it, right? Yeah. And at that moment, I realised, I'm glad I'm in Japan and not the UK, uh, where people get done for playing a fucking video game. Uh, while <laughs> Meanwhile, in the UK, people are doing that, stealing anyway, dogs and breaking into houses. If you, if you... Different levels of, of social media... Shittery. Yeah. If you if you want to buy the Dog Stealers book, it's on Amazon. It's gone talk to a Chris's. Um, <laughs> he's only got a book deal. It's quite embarrassing. Um <laughs> <laughs> Number three in the home and garden section. <laughs> Get in your home. Yeah. <laughs> I think abroad in Japan the book is still ranked number three in the garden section. The Good. gardening nice. section of Amazon. Good. Um, What's beating you? It's Titchmarsh. You and Titchmarsh going tour to tour. 
quarter <laughs> speed. I should hope so. I think I'm uh, I'm beating Stephen Bartlett in uh, in one section. Is he diary of a CEO? Diary of a CEO with his podcast. We're beating him. Good. So let's keep that That's up. Please buy my baby. book. Let's beat Bartlett. Um, <laughs> going back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. And we're back with a fax machine. What do we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Donaldson. Oh, I'm using a very small, cracked mobile phone. Ben from uh, Dallas, Georgia. Um, that's confusing. Um, <laughs> Dallas, Georgia. Um, <laughs> it really yeah, is. Yeah. I have always wanted to visit Japan. And when I eventually go, which airport you're going to go to? That's my question. Uh, I want to stay in a Rio can for a few nights. So my question for you today is, do you remember the first time you stayed in a Rio can? What was it like your first time? And is it something you would recommend to people to do on their first trip to Japan? And if so, which town is the best ones? Ben from Dallas. Whoa. Yeah, I guess you've got to go with Whoa. like ones that are like in towns that you're visiting. Like Kyoto's got to have a load on it. I mean, no. no? no. Uh, yeah, it does, but they're not very good. There's, they're all right, okay. but like the best Ryokans are the hot spring resorts. Right. Like uh, I think that one of the first ones I went to is Ryotaro, with Ryotaro, um for a not-so-romantic getaway. 
uh, in the first video that he appeared in in 2016. Right. We went to this lovely onsen town in South Yamagata, and it has some of the highest snowfall on the planet. Mm. Um, and we wandered around the town where the, the snow was falling heavily, and he made me. me drink out of a sulfur tap. Oh. Uh, it was just a tap oh. with this sulfuric, crappy water. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I think you should drink it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I did. Like that. It's good stuff. Hello, Chris. And I was like, no, he's physically sick. <laughs> it was awful. And they use it to like boil eggs and uh. cure fucking diabetes, for all I know. But like, it was disgusting. Mm. And that was my first outing with Riotro. Other than that, the Riotro was beautiful. Yeah, don't go with the real train. That's a, that's a good bit of advice to follow. The um, One of the nicest hot spring resorts I visited that's been the most consistent was uh, Yudanaka Hot Spring, right. which is kind of near the snow monkeys, the, the monkeys in the hot springs, yeah. right? If you ever go there in Nagano, uh, Yudanaka Hot Spring is the place you stay. And the all the real cars are beautiful. I went there with Connor last year, and I think the video is called I Stayed at Japan's Best hot spring or some twatty <laughs> clickbait title but it is it was really good we had a really nice bath in the room the the the, the place was fantastic you know with a, a real calm the three key aspects are number one the architecture and the sort of interior design of each room number two the food has to be top notch mm. and number three the hot spring has to be bloody good as well if you tick all three boxes you win the prize and the prize is Connor and I will come and make a video and big you up. Or Real Trey will turn up and make me drink some shitty water. Um, have you stayed in a Real Khan yourself? Other than the time you came to Sakata and we stayed in that place together. Have you stayed in a Real Khan, like a, a nice one? No, nothing, Not that nothing that one you was, nice. No, I'm very much a, um, I'm getting me a down kind of character. Yeah, I've never, I've, I've hotel, never stayed in a, I think the first time I came I stayed in a really nice hotel, but it certainly wasn't a, it was in the middle of Shibuya. <laughs> on, um, but uh, yeah, I think the uh, yeah, I would like to go, quite like to um, stay in like a proper Ryokan. Uh, we got plans to come a over with, uh, with my partner in um, early September. So um, I think I'll be staying Ooh. in nicer hotels than what I usually do. Let's put it that way. Oh, right? well, I will recommend some ones to you. One place I wouldn't recommend um, is Hakone. Okay, it's a nice place. It's mega touristy. Yeah. It's the place where most people go and experience hot springs. Right. But my God, a lot of people make the mistake of getting off the train and then not getting a taxi from from like the train station into the town. Nice. And then you end up walking up a mountain for like 90 minutes. Uh, I met a couple the other day <laughs> and they made that very mistake, pushing their luggage up a mountainside. Um, Hakone has some nice places, but my God, there's so many much better places to go yeah. and experience. If you get the time, go to Yamagata. I'm doing a, a video at the moment, a documentary about uh, top Ryokan in Yamagata. It's a beautiful place. The owner's a fantastic guy. And it, the Ryokan was about to go under about five or six years ago. It's going to go bankrupt. And he was able to turn it around. Um, mm-hmm. He was able to come in and um, and not only turn it around, but make it one of the top award-winning Ryokans in all of North Japan. Right. And uh, I suspect that video, when that does come out in late June or early July, that'll probably lead to quite a few folks going there. But I would honestly highly recommend mm. it. Um, it's only two and a half hours away from Tokyo. Nice. So, yeah, don't just go to Hakone. There's some really good places, Ben. Um, but best of luck. Keep an eye out for that video. Uh, we've got a story from Ash, Sarah, Demi and Brandon. Oh, that's a, a whole family. Yeah. Hello, perfect Chris and charismatic Pete. Uh, I felt like they could have been the other way around for some proper alliteration. My wife Sarah and I are heading to Tokyo in October 
uh, with our wonderful children Demi and Brandon for our second family holiday. Shrapnel coins are the bane of my life, and I've got loads of one yen coins dumped in a piggy bank somewhere from our last visit to Japan all those years ago. The worst thing about them was that shops wouldn't accept large amounts of them to pay for things, and vending machines don't like them either. How do I get rid of the damn things? Has Japan evolved easier uh, ways to spend the pennies? All the best, guys. Uh, Ash, Sarah, Demi, and Brandon. Um, so we talked about this last week, didn't we? How I had the same problem. I've had the same problem for 10 years, and I've only just confronted it once and for all. I use my Suica card, so the IC chip card, right, that you use to get around Japan on the trains and the public transport. You can use it to buy anything. You can use it in convenience stores. You can use it in shops and restaurants and Starbucks. Mm. Uh, so I would recommend bundling, like, a few, like a Ichimayen, like 100 bucks onto one of these cards and using that to pay for everything. And then you never have to worry about having lots of coins or change in your pocket. And you're going to use it anyway, right, to get around. Mm. So that would be my advice. What do you do, Pete, when you come back from your travels? Where do all the coins go? Um, I dread to think. They go in, <laughs> they go in a laptop bag, actually. <laughs> we had a uh, we had like a, a party in the street and we were doing like a raffle. And so I was trying to look for coins. And where I thought were all my mm. coins, I sort of pulled out and it was just all just tokens from Japanese um, arcades, uh, uh, you know, 50 yen <laughs> coins and stuff. Completely useless in, in Britain. Uh, so maybe I'll... Uh, <laughs> Bag them up. There you go. Shove them in your laptop bag. bag. But uh, have a great time, Uh, Ash, Sarah, Demi, Brandon. Have a great time in Japan. And last one from Anders from Mexico, soon from Norway. (laughs) Hello and good day to you both, Chris and Waggish Pete. I'll even read out the one that was before me. Antediluvian. What is that, Pete? What's antediluvian mean? Come on. No, no, not a clue. Waggish. Sorry. What about waggish? Sorry, is that, is that good? Anyway, Google. the question is, how do you cope with the big time difference between the UK and Japan? If you want us regularly stay in touch and contact family and friends, uh, you've got to be quite creative to make it work with calls, right? Hugs and us from Mexico. Um, it works. Eight hours isn't too bad. It, there is like half the year, I think we're like nine hours apart, mm. and the other half it's eight hours, and... Um, Eight hours is a lot easier than nine, but it's it's good. Like Pete and I, when we did the podcast, Pete's just woken up, yeah. and I'm halfway through my day, and it's wonderful. Pete's sleepy uh, as hell. Credit where it's due to Pete, he's not dead like I am <laughs> when I wake up. Like you seem to be like alive when you wake up. It takes me like four hours to get the wheels and the cogs turning, and have like some common sense and some I, brains. I got a goddamn puppy. secret. I got a, I got a puppy in my life. <laughs> he gets up real early and barks. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucker. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. That'll do it. I got the cat. At like 5am, Mario the cat just drags in a toy in his mouth. He drags in like a piece of string. <laughs> and um, he meows with the string in his mouth and he goes, rawr, rawr, rawr. it's a horrible noise. Mm. It's a really horrible noise. Um, other than that, though, it's great. Don't worry. Eight hours isn't too bad. Um, I think when Charlotte contacts her family over in uh, Canada, on the West Coast, that's the worst time difference mm. between Japan and West Coast US. And maybe that's why you're worried, Anders, given that you're in Mexico. Um, but you get over it. Don't worry. You'll be fine. It's cool. It's it's cool. You feel like you're, you're in the future living in Japan. Yeah. I'm eight hours ahead of Pete. I get all the, all the, news all the knowledge yeah. and all the news eight hours before. <laughs> no matter what's happening, I get it first. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's not quite how no, time works. Use it. Keep the stories, Never questions, comments coming in <laughs> <laughs> to brawlinjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys, to do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days, and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad in Japan podcast in the future. Eight hours in the future. Goodbye. Hey Donaldson, and if you're listening to this podcast, you may very well be a lover of video games. And if you are, I'd like to introduce you to VGC, a gaming podcast. From the team behind the popular gaming site Video Games Chronicle comes a gaming podcast for grown-ups. Hosted by reporters Jordan Midler, Andy Robinson, Chris Scullion, and little old me, definitely not a grown-up. It's everything you need to know about games, and we're bringing you it first. Give us a try. VGC, a video games podcast. Listen wherever you get your pods, or head to lnk.to forward slash VGC. VGC. That's lnk.to forward slash VGC. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.